0: time for Christian Carguy Theater with today's episode, Jailhouse Justice, Part 9. In the previous episode of Jailhouse Justice, Episode 8, the evil noir and his corrupt comrade Lou, who now call themselves Eldon and Otto, are out in the parking lot chortling over the fact that they have deceived the town folks at the church potluck. All the good folks of town think they're going to benefit from the fine-fit auto parts plant that Noir is promising to build with the money that the town folks will invest, little realizing that Noir is actually going to rob them.
1: Yeah! It was like taking candy from a baby, Lou. I've been waiting for this for decades now. Bob's finally going to get what he's got coming. Yeah, Noir! Uh, great plan, boys! Uh, And uh, uh, good eats, too.
0: As Noir and Lou snicker over their victory next to Jimmy's Jeep, not only did the car parts under the hood hear them, but also Nettie, Nahum's wife, overhears Noir and Lou as she takes out the garbage and she runs back inside the church to tell the others.
1: Oh, oh dear Lord, Nahum, Sheriff Eustace, I just overheard Eldon and Otto say they're up to no good. Uh, Well, these guys wanna do something to Bob. They've been scheming for decades and they called each other Noir and Lou. Oh no, no, these are not nice men.
0: The sheriff, Eustace Bob, and Pastor Jack rush over to the computer in Pastor Jack's office to check the sheriff's online FBI face recognition site using the Fine Fit Auto Parts plant poster, which shows a picture of Eldon. Noir. I knew that guy looked familiar. He's one of the biggest con men ever. Come on, Eustace. Meanwhile, Noir and Lou had seen Nettie run back inside the church and overheard what she told the others.
1: (sighs) Come on, Lou. The jig's up. Hey, let's grab this Jeep. It'll be better on those mountain roads,
0: you know? Everyone hears the Jeep start up, including the the under-the-hood gang, the Jeep car parts.
1: They're taking my Jeep! Let's go, Eustace. I want to go too, Sheriff. Me too, Sheriff. Well, I think Jimmy and Nahum would be a great backup, Sheriff. Okay, guys. Let's go. But be careful. I'm right behind you, Sheriff. I think this man had something to do with my son's death. Oh, dear Lord, have mercy! I'm gonna go, too. I'm tougher than I look, Sheriff. Wait a minute. I'm the mayor of this town, so I'm going with Bob as well. And so am I. I'm your pastor and you'll need prayer as much as any gun action. All right, let's roll. Now, they'll probably take the mountain pass because that's the fastest way out of town. Be careful and pray. Oh, Grandma, I want to go, too. Honey, the best thing we can do is stay here and pray. Oh, you're right, Grandma. Lord, please help them all. Lord, keep our folks safe and help them to get this evil man. Do a miracle, Lord. And we ask this in Jesus' name.
0: As Noir and Lou speed towards the mountains, the Under the Hood gang plot and pray.
1: Oh, sacre bleu Not again! Oh, this is another tight spot, that's all. So, uh, all right, we ought to be able to get used to this by now, all right? Hey, we know the Lord's going to help us, so come on. Let's come up with some ideas fast. Ooh, hey, hey, now, uh, I am low on oil myself anyway. So, mm, maybe i just drain the rest of my
0: oil. Mm-hmm, yeah, that's what I'm going to do.
1: Good idea, mosey mo Maybe I can pop a leak in my gas tank or flip the gas cap. And dear Lord, only you can give us the right ideas and make them work. We look to you.
2: Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. And I plan to smack them in the face. Fortunately, I have plenty of windshield wiper fluid that I am not afraid to use profusely. And here we go, gang.
0: Even if it means the death of us, we got to get these guys once and for all.
1: Oh, Guido Giscuit, my hero!
0: The two cars chasing Noir and Lou are quickly catching up as the Under the Hood team go into action and do their best, their worst, to foil the evil Noir and Lou. Mosey drops his drain plug, freezing the engine which causes the Jeep to go into a skid on the curve.
1: What is going on with this car? It's going looney tunes on me! Uh, b-b-boss! This cove is a uh, real dilly. That's a 500-foot cliff, boss. <laughs> boss!
0: The jeep, spinning out of control, and because Noir and Lou hadn't fastened their seatbelts, Lou hits the soft-top door full force, and the momentum of the curve throws Lou over the cliff.
1: Yeah! yeah! Uh, boss, I trusted you! Now, uh I- Oh, now this is going to leak. Ah!
0: There's no way Lou survived that fall. Noir's head crashes into the rearview mirror and the windshield as the Jeep hangs over the cliff. By God's grace, a few branches. The posse pulls up behind and jump out of their car.
1: Come on, guys. Jimmy. Do you think you can get to the winch on your Jeep and secure it to those trees over there till we can get
0: something bigger up here? Good old Warren winch jumps to attention.
1: I am one capable cable guy who is there when you need me. Oh boy! Lou is definitely a goner, Sheriff. I I saw him go over the
0: cliff! Let's pray as we work, folks. I sense a deep spiritual battle here way beyond even this present tragedy. Dear Lord, we need you so much. Meanwhile, Noir feels himself transported to a very dark place. A place that crackles with fire and heat and periodic screams, moans, indistinguishable words. And it feels all so surreal to Noir.
1: What the hell is going on here? This can't be hell. I'm having a bad dream. Yeah, that's it. Just like when I was a kid, I used to have those nightmares when I was in the closet. go away. This isn't real. There ain't no such thing as hell. So, you finally come to us, Noir. And such an appropriate, befitting name for such a dark place and time. You might say you blacked out. (laughs) Noir, and you're going to be Noir for a long time. You're going to be here for a long time. A very... Long time. I could go on about this for, say... ...forever. (laughs) No, 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 no! This isn't real! This is just a factory! I'll wake up! I'll wake up any time now! You're not real! Oh, it's real, alright. Remember how your auntie used to try to tell you about all these things, huh? Remember how she used to warn you about the sin line dividing between heaven and hell? You want a wake up call? How'd you like my fire room? We'll throw in some chains, nice and hot. That'll get a chain reaction. <laughs> no! Stop it! It's too late now, Noir. <laughs> My aunt told me something else. Jesus! Jesus! Have mercy on me! Shut up! He can't help you! Jesus!
0: (laughs) Meanwhile, as Jimmy gets the Jeep secured with Warren Winch, the Sheriff, Eustace, Bob, Nahum, Nettie, and Elvira sense the prayer urgency and they join Pastor Jack. Oh,
1: you got to help him, Lord
0: holy spirit guide this dark man's heart toward the light
1: father help this poor soul oh yes lord that's right and jesus you know how far i was from you and you came and set me free
0: lord without you we are all lost without your son stay tuned for the next episode of jailhouse justice will the noir be rescued from hell will Warren Winch toe the line. Now here's Randy Radiator and Danny Dipstick to review today's episode. <laughs> Randy, this hell stuff is a hot topic for sure. Ha ha, Danny. Oh
1: boy, I, it's really no laughing matter. I mean, Jesus warned us about hell. Jesus came to save us from hell. He won the hypocrites in Matthew 23, how will you escape the judgment of hell? And uh, in a few verses later in Matthew, Jesus said, Away with you cursed ones into eternal fire prepared for the devil and his demons. And they will go away into eternal punishment. But the righteous will go into eternal life. And I know the only way to get to be righteous
0: is to believe in Jesus as your savior. He's our righteousness. You don't want to leave Earth without that, and the Noir's aunt. She kept harping on heaven. Thank goodness.
1: your <laughs> daddy. Look, I told you this is no laughing matter. So, so we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Hey, do you think there's still a chance for Noir? At <laughs> Grandma sure prayed for a big miracle. Uh-huh, they sure need to whip up a miracle. Yeah, God is that way. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. And a miracle is what
0: it's gonna take. Say goodbye, Daddy. See you later, Radiator. Now get ready for the rest of the Christian Car Guy show today. We're going to be talking about the gift of Christmas present. (laughs) And getting your swaddle on. It's all coming up. Stay tuned. Three more segments of the Christian Car Guy radio show.
1: something will happen
0: The original Christmas present came wrapped <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> The microphone I was using, I was talking, but I couldn't hear But the reason I chose that song was because the original Christmas present, it did come wrapped with a whole lot of meaning, and these were swaddling clothes. Well, while I was considering the picture, and if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you're gonna see a picture of Jesus wrapped in swaddling clothes, and actually he's kind of looking back at a cross that has another wrapping on it that was kind of the ultimate unwrapping come Easter. But last year I read Stu Epperson's Christmas book, it's called The First Words of Jesus, and I've started thinking about that, but this year I even went a little bit deeper with this. Why swaddling clothes? What's up with that? And why would the shepherds think that that was unique—that this baby would be wrapped in swaddling clothes? Why would that be important to them? Well, I believe we can find some answers, and you're going to—we're going to get to why this has to do with cars in a minute, Jerry. Don't worry. I—I I, I know it's a Christian Car Guy show, but I got to talk about these wrappers. <laughs> <laughs> But if you look in Ezekiel 16, is the only other place I can find in the Bible that talks about swaddling clothes. And in Ezekiel 16, I think we see what God thinks about swaddling clothes because he says, as for your nativity, and I like that he used that same word, on the day you were born, your navel cord was not cut, nor were you washed in water or cleansed, nor were you rubbed with salt, nor wrapped in swaddling clothes. And he, what he was talking about there was an illegitimate child that, that Israel was acting as an illegitimate child when he saw her, and again, he wrapped her. But that's what was going on in Ezekiel. But you see, babies that were abandoned and not wanted, not favored, ba- babies that weren't the f- apple of their father's eyes, right, those were the ones that didn't get swaddled. It, it's kind of like a disgraceful thing, right? Because if you're a favorite, you're going to be swaddled. Now, let's look at how cool swaddling really is, okay? Especially Mary's swaddling. See, traditional thoughts on swaddling, as in an Oriental Jewish girl back in the day, because that was considered the Orient back there. And young Mary likely used cloths that she spun herself. You know, she made that garment that Jesus wore up to the, to the cross, is definitely the church tradition. But had you thought about that she had spun those claws that were there that wrapped Jesus' swaddling clothes, it was the tradition that they would spin those claws and use them in the booth. You know, Jewish people get married in a booth, and they would have spun these claws in this booth, and they used those same claws to swaddle their children as a result. You see, it would show that the baby was a result of a loving union in god's plan in a marriage you see and that this was a wanted son this wasn't an illegitimate child it wouldn't be wrapped carefully in swaddling unless it was a wanted son and 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 not an illegitimate son but one that was definitely very valuable to the mother now picture this this is the contrast that the shepherds would say you're going to see a baby that's wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger see there's a huge contrast there Why, why would a why would a Beloved baby, be in a feeding trough. And I just have to say, Jerry, I've often thought it has to do with him being, being the bread of life. Um, and a and whole lot of stuff that goes into the Passover lamb and all that stuff with Bethlehem. But nonetheless, what we do know is that he was wrapped in swaddling clothes and he was laid in a manger. And so we got to think about this as we wrap our Christmas presents this year. Okay. Right? Really great gifts deserve a really great wrapping. (laughs) You know, you don't give your wife this unbelievable diamond whatever and and just, you know, throw it to her in the box. I mean, you've got to put this fancy, really, you know, really cool wrapping. And so God clearly
2: Or as for me, I get somebody else to wrap it.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So when we're wrapping, you see, we're showing somewhat the value of the present in the way that it's wrapped. Or in some case, layers and layers of wrapping, because my wife loves to put a box in a box in a box, you know, (laughs) so that you are sent off on the wild goose chase. But that wrapping has to do with, you know, the present. And the present is a picture of God's generosity, right? I mean, the, the beauty of that idea of presents at Christmas is a picture of the ultimate present that was sent, and it was wrapped. It was wrapped in swaddling clothes, and later it was wrapped in burial cloths. And when it was unwrapped on Easter morning, it was the present of presents. It's the one that keeps on giving, Jerry.
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: So what I thought would be fun, and I told you I would get to cars here eventually on a Christian Car Guy show, is what's the coolest swaddling? I mean, we got to get our swaddling on. I mean, we gotta, we're got we the favorite son. We get, we get to put on some swaddle. And so what's the coolest swaddling you've seen on a car this Christmas season? Now, I took some... Uh, time at christiancarguy.com. You can see the picture of the baby Jesus and all this that I talked about swaddling. It's all there in all the references that I have. But I took some pictures of what I thought was the coolest car swaddling I could come across. And I picked them in number one, two, three, four, five. And you can check that out. But I would love for you to call in today if you saw something that was like, man, that car was swaddled. (laughs) 866 348 Seven eight eight four is the number to call in and share your favorite Christmas swaddle that you've seen this year for a car. Jerry, have you seen something new this year?
2: Well, I I don't know. It's kind of unique when you sit there and you see what people will do with their cars and stuff. I mean it's kinda kinda cool, you know, drive around at night and stuff and especially some of the trucks. I mean, yeah, awesome. what they can so, get in a bed.
0: Eight six six 348788486634 truth also today we're going to talk about a few tips on what not to do when you swaddle your car. <laughs> yeah, some of so, swaddling can be can be a bad thing. <laughs> so Jerry's got some ideas on this is what you don't do when you swaddle your car. And uh then we have some I don't know about all parts of the country, but a lot of the country has gotten a bunch of snow already this year and so we have learned some things, haven't we, Jerry? In... Yes,
2: uh, reminded of some old lessons that should have been <laughs> learned. Maybe that's a better way to put it.
0: <laughs> so, you know, as we are thinking about these sliding around in the snow, we hope to give you some tips here today on things to do, not to do, what to do if you do have an accident. That's kind of a critical situation as, as Jerry gets involved a lot with that. As you know, he's our Christian Body Shop guy and wrecker service, so he has a chance to see a lot of that. But we would love to hear your favorite car swaddle story. What, what did you see this year? 866-348-7884. From the first words of Jesus uh, CD track, there, Jerry. That's from it, goes along with a book that Stu Everson wrote, and it's just some unbelievable music. Um, They're talking about what we're talking about today swaddling. You know, have you got your swaddle on on your car yet? But obviously, the real question is do you have the rap that God has for you? That you know, you're the favorite son
2: you know one and this is something i i speak about in our sunday school class and, and others is the fact that you know christmas season gives us as christians the perfect opportunity even somebody who's not a believer and and is reluctant to even want to talk about christ is that everybody wants to talk about christmas so it opens the door wide open what what does christmas mean to you what has christ has christ made in your life so you can Man, I just I encourage a Christian to make sure they use those opportunities. You know, the biggest gift you can ever get is the same one we got, and that's the Jesus Christ.
0: Exactly, exactly.
2: And so it's kind of neat.
0: I uh, have this bracelet. It's just a little of my swaddle that I was wearing this year. <laughs> and I was, I have this it says Merry Christmas, but it has a big cross where the you know. And I, I went to get my hair cut, and you know the. Gentleman sitting next to me go, what is that? Why, why is that that way? And you know, it was just an obvious opening for me to have a meaningful discussion with somebody that really,
2: normally you wouldn't have. Yeah, cause, and I think the season gives you that opportunity because a lot of times we've all been in those situations. You start talking anything about our Christian walk with somebody who isn't a believer. The first thing I want to do is just shut it down. But for Christmas, same thing with Easter. It gives you that opportunity to. And that door is wide open because for some reason, they'll listen. That's all the more reason to swaddle up your car. And if you've
0: seen something really cool, which, by the way, at ChristianCarGuy.com, we put someone there. You call us, though. I want to hear about it. 866-348-7884. Now, there is a picture of a literal <laughs> nativity scene in, in the back of this van. And these people, you know, like there's the baby Jesus and there's Joseph and Mary. And, I mean, he's swaddled up and it's, it's looking good. And, you know, it's hard to beat that as far as Christmas decor for your van, you know.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, you said call in if you have seen that. You know what? I, and I don't know if you have anybody who will call in because if it's sort of one of those things you don't want to talk about. where you've decorated your car and it's really turned into, a, a you know, the, the after effects of, the, of that decoration. So we do have these tips coming up.
0: Yeah. And Jerry's number one tip, if you're going to swaddle your car,
2: um, is you don't swaddle it with what? Duct tape. (laughs) Don't duct tape those lights and reefs and
0: all that stuff on there. Because one that goes on must at some point in time come off, right, Jerry?
2: Yeah, and usually brings off more than went on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because the temperature extremes in December in most places, right, it gets really, really hot, really, really cold, and that duct tape has a chance to really grasp on to... Because a lot of people don't realize a surface that has paint on it is totally expanding and contracting all the time. The, the beauty of paint is like the beauty of our skin that God gave us that it can expand and contract. Well, that tape doesn't expand and contract it the same way <laughs> your paint does, <laughs> and so it's not funny if it's happened to you. I'm sure you're thinking, Robbie, stop laughing. Yeah. I, I, you know you don't know what that cost me.
2: Yeah. And even even besides the paint, also people think, well. I'll Tape it to this chrome and stuff. Well, now chrome is just, it's not really even plated, but it's just on plastic instead of being metal. And so it's the same issue. It'll pull it off in a heartbeat. I mean, so people go, Wow, I, I had no idea. And, yeah. you know, and you, all the light. Another thing that I always want to remind people is because they'll get, and you see all these accessories where they'll wire in lights to the battery system, electrical system. Cars are so complex now. They, have computers on board that are reading currents and stuff, and all of a sudden you're changing those currents can cause issues where things have to be reprogrammed and even burn up.
0: The dreaded check yeah. engine light comes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just... And now somebody's got to go in and read the code, yeah. and the code is, oh, you went and hooked up way too much stuff to this battery. Yeah. And so, yeah, there, they're and that's not to mention that there's a lot of states where lights – in excess of what the car came with are actually illegal and so you don't just start putting this stuff on your car until you know that it's a legal thing to do because you next thing you know you've spent a bunch of money on the system and wow
2: yeah and even though in the state i mean there's some that just the color of the lights so if you have a light that blinks and it's blue it's probably not a good thing. <laughs> you may get pulled over and get get somebody want to talk to you about that life. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's all those things
0: that you got to consider <laughs> before. And accessories are always, you know, those are one of the things that a lot of folks struggle with, right, Jerry? Is they they think, well, I'm going to buy this neat accessory for my buddy for Christmas, and I, I, you know, and somebody may have made that mistake already. But a lot of those things, they, they say they're easy to install. They say they're easy to plug in, but because of all the electronics in cars today and the computer systems.
2: Yeah, it's just so much stuff. And now the the vehicle is almost like a a closed circuit because everything relies and gets feedback from something else. So it's just like, you know, you have a car, we'll have a car come in and been an accident and and it'll have something really going crazy with the electrical system. And it'll just be because the bulb, a turn signal bulb was busted, but it bleeds it back through the whole system and then it can have Something where you think there's thousands of dollars of issues you have going on there, which nothing but just a bulb,
0: because it all right. And this and this speaks again to you know from my standpoint, having done this for years and years, I know the manufacturer stuff is more expensive than some of the aftermarket stuff you can buy when it comes to those accessories. But the thing of it is, if you could see the testing that the manufacturers do with these accessories before they install them in all their systems. It's the reason that they're more expensive, because they've taken into account how that component affects all the other components in the car, and then how it affects the warranty in the car and all these other things, and so yeah, their accessories are more expensive, but you're getting something that you know, hey, if it goes bad, <laughs> you, you know, the factory's going to back it You've up. Got a resource, and
2: you know, another thing that I think that as a suggestion, when you're adding anything to the vehicle, is to go, I mean, you can, a great resource is YouTube, because you'll also see how people have installed them, and you're also, most of the time there's YouTube or stuff on the computer where you can look it up where they've had issues. And so that may be something that if you start looking at where they've had problems and issues and where you want to just sort of stay away from that, or at least may give you some insight on a way not to hook it up.
0: Right. Right. But again, we still would love to hear because it's, it's a beautiful thing when we see some of the swaddle that people put on their cars. And I think it's great. And like Jerry said, it's an opportunity for you to, you know, kind of raise the flag that you believe something that Jesus is the reason for the season. However that looks in your car, however that looks on your person and that you're celebrating, you know, this amazing thing that happened. Actually, I looked it up and Jesus is twenty twenty this year. That um if you check out the dates of the original Jewish calendar, the neat thing about the Jewish calendar is it tells you that he was, you know, originally showed up in fifty fifty eight. Well, this is I mean in thirty fifty eight. So the since this is fifty seventy eight, Wow, he's two thousand and twenty. <laughs> so that's quite a birthday celebration yeah. that that we got going on, but Part of that celebration is the snow and that, that comes this time of year. And we did want to talk a few tips on this because Jerry, the the biggest thing that we see constantly the is, well, just what's number one on your list of the reason that people get an accident in the snow?
2: Well, in my opinion, and I think I have data to support this, some of the worst accidents, when we get a call and, and we go out and, and it's just, this past week we had snow is people in four-wheel drive vehicles because I think you're driving with overconfident in what that vehicle can do and you increase your speed and it doesn't matter if the if the snow is packed or it's ice it doesn't matter if you got four-wheel drive eight-wheel drive got a train it doesn't matter <laughs> it is <laughs> yeah there, there's this little bitty patch
0: where the rubber meets the road and it's you know not but a few inches by it, a few inches and four spots and no matter where you got two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, eight-wheel drive, you know, that's all that's meeting the road. And when it's slippery, you don't have the ability to corner. You don't have the ability to stop. And 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 those are things that you just need to take into account no matter what you are driving. Yeah, it's just, just slow down. And the other thing that amazes me, I never see, especially in North Carolina, maybe it's this way all over, but people do... Stuff they would never do in good weather. You watch them jarred out into the middle of, of, of traffic in the snow, like somehow or another, it sent out the freak out mode and they just go on out there. So maybe you got, <laughs> got a story you want to share. Maybe you got some car swaddle you want to share. Whatever you got, we'd love to talk to you. 866 348. 7884 Yeah, call us
2: let us know somebody's out there listening. Want to hear <laughs> something,
0: okay? <laughs> 866-348-7884. So much more Christian Car Guy Show coming up. From the first words of Jesus, Stu Everson's CD to go with his book that he wrote. Oh, just an amazing, wonderful book to read this time of year, Jerry, as you begin to just, you know, this Advent season, it seems like every year I learn more stuff about the Christmas story. I learned a little bit about the swaddle and I've been studying and I get a chance to go to Lexington tomorrow to preach um, and, and we're going to be talking about Santa Claus. <laughs> Where will you be at tomorrow, Robbie? I'll be at Beck's Reform Baptist Church in Lexington. Oh, uh, no, it's not Baptist, excuse me. They would just kill me if I just. Uh, it's called Beck's Reform Church, and um, I don't know if you've ever thought about the legalism that Santa represents. <laughs> you better watch out. Yeah, he's making a list, and and those kind of things. So we're gonna have fun tomorrow. <laughs> Talking about Santa, but. We wanted to uh, get your car swaddle stories. We've still got plenty of time for that. 866-348-7884. I want to make you aware there at christiancarguy.com. All the stuff we talked about, the swaddling clothes and a link to go get Stu's book or the CD track is all there at christiancarguy.com. Podcasts of previous shows. Last week we had the Christian Car Guy Marathon. Next week is a Christmas Corolla. Because again, at Christmas week, we always we we've played that for about three years. is a wonderful thing. It's free. You can go to ChristianCarGuy dot com and you can listen to a Christmas Corolla with your kids, and you know it's just really a, a gift that 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 we get to take part in here there at ChristianCarGuy dot com. But also, we always got to talk about the Jesus labor love, and this time of year, as you might imagine, um, the needs become more severe and they come very fast and. And I actually have, I spent a great deal of time with a lady in Richmond that, you know, bad situation, out of work, this car that needs help, and then as it turns out, the car needs an engine. And that being a 96 car, it's not necessarily a good value to put an engine in a car like that. So I actually have two desperate needs right now for people that need a car donated so you're th- th- at the end of the year you've got this car you haven't been able to sell you can go to christiancarguy.com look at the jesus labor love tab there and there's a place where you can offer to donate a car and you would you would have no sense of what it's like to be on the other end of that phone call when you, you can share that you, that God is meeting this need through this ministry because it's called the Jesus Labor Love. You can't miss it. And of course, all sorts of needs are are, are being met by the wonderful generous donations that people are making there, by the prayers that our people are making as a result of what's going on there. Uh, Jesus Labor Love is car repair labor for single moms, widows, families in crisis. And this year, we got more into cars and, and just because we had more donations, Jerry, and we were able to give away eight cars so far of uh, this year that people donated.
2: Yeah, you know, it's. you think about that, the impact it can make is so huge and stuff. And, and and another thing, everybody always worries about, you know, how much of my money, if I donate money or a car, how much is really going to the meet a need. I mean, basically there is, it's all going there, and, and, you know, it's a great opportunity. It's another thing to be able to, you know, sharing Jesus Christ. Sometimes the thing we need to be able to do we look at the Old Testament or the New Testament talking about the New Testament church and New Testament Christians part of our calling and part of the things God has entrusted us to do is to meet the needs of our fellow Christians to be able to. Meet the needs when they're hungry, when they they need transportation, that type of thing, and you know, it's no greater feeling be able to know that, you know what, even if it was a dollar, it went to help somebody in need. And also it was able to, as you mentioned, it's nothing but the fact that it's reflecting Jesus Christ. Yeah, it
0: is, you know, about, I guess three years ago, Jerry, we became a 501 C three. So it is tax deductible, but also we, it's all volunteer. We don't have a single, uh, administrative fee. There isn't anybody, not our accountant, not our lawyer, not anybody gets paid. Um, through the Jesus labor love. So other than if the credit card company takes a little amount, other than that, every single penny goes right to um, the needs that are being met. It's, and again, that's the time of year where we we need to mention that is as, as there's a lot of people that are out there hurting, but getting back to going in the snow, because we
2: got a few more tips we got to share there. Uh, <laughs> and it but well, you know, Robbie, because well, I, I want to make sure I, I say this one thing about getting stuck in the snow in an accident during a snowstorm or ice storm is first of all, if there's any possible way to get your vehicle in a safe place, do it. But more importantly, get yourself in a safe place because so many times when we respond to accidents or people stuck in the snow or slid off the road, the people all around the vehicle and the thing is, what got you in that situation, other drivers are also driving in those conditions, and it doesn't take much for them to see something different, and they'll veer off the road a little bit or try to correct their vehicle, and then once you lose control of a vehicle on a slick surface, you've exactly what says, is you've lost control of it, so you no longer have control where it's going, so just now, be th- safe. Yeah, that that's a critical thing is to find a Think
0: through where would be the safest place for me and my family to be under these circumstances, because I know of a lot of situations where the car was in a place you that they couldn't move the car, but the car was in a very vulnerable place. Get out of the car and get somewhere where you will be safe, because the car is like liable to get hit.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and 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 as I said, you know, you you just have to sort of. Whenever somebody, and it doesn't matter if it's snow or ice or just a nice sunny day, when you've had an accident or you're stuck or your car stranded you, it's a crisis a little bit. I mean, because you're not thinking things and you're not thinking clearly sometimes. That's why it's so important. And, and I will have those conversations with my daughter, especially when she was in school and stuff. Of, You know, be safe. Always think things through because try to know what you're going to do before you have to do it. At the spur of the moment when you're in that crisis situation
0: which speaks to something we talk about often but i don't know that we can talk about it too much is you know you never know when you're going to need a wrecker you never know when you're going to need a body shop you never know when you're going to need a good repair center and so to have those things in advance and for everybody in your family to know when we have something like this to happen this is who we call when we have something like that happen this is who we call you make those decisions ahead of time and as a family it's it, it's always there, and they know immediately, and and it's really a, a joy when you got a Christian brother like Ray's Body Shop and Jerry at Ray's Body Shop and everybody in my family clearly, yeah. and you've had an experience of them most of them calling you Jerry at one time or another.
2: But yeah, yeah, it's just a fact of uh, there, there's a couple reasons. Most of the time it's going to save you money. Secondly, you know where your vehicle is going to be at, and you've got a relationship because if somebody calls you directly, even somebody I'm really not. Don't know them. If I've got a call that came in as an owner's request, then I know there's a connection somewhere. So I'm gonna, you know, try to be more helpful. Try to be helpful all the time. But other companies, I think it makes a difference. So take advantage of that.
0: Well, we are so grateful that you took the time to listen to Christian Car Guy Show this holiday season. You may have been in and out as you went out shopping, and maybe you were swaddling your car as as you were going. We, we appreciate that very much we do ask that you would when you have time go to christiancarguy.com check out the jesus labor love you know find out what the prayer requests are there or, or even if if it's possible this year to send a donation or if you can know somebody that wants to donate a car it's amazing how many churches are in that situation it's all there at christiancarguy.com right jerry
2: absolutely and you know end of the year you need to If you're looking for somewhere to put it, I mean, your local church, do it. But if you're looking for somewhere else, Jesus, labor, love, great opportunity. Making an impact for Jesus Christ.